Good morning, everybody. Eric Lofholm here. Thrilled to be with you here this morning on this beautiful Friday morning. Great to have you here. And we've got folks joining us on Zoom and on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Let's see, any other? Yeah, those are all the channels. And we've got people listening on, on the podcast recording. Some folks are here live. It's great to be with all of you here this morning. And I see Natalie on Zoom. Hi, Natalie. Good to see you. Neil. Hey, Neil. Thanks for joining us. Great to have you guys here. And if you're here on the social media channels, type into the chat. Let me know what part of the world are you joining me from here this morning. You see a couple people live on social media. Thank you for joining me here. This is our not new, but newer weekly day, weekly 15 minute motivational call. I'm so used to calling it the daily call because we did the daily call for years. So we brought it back in the weekly format. We're doing it every Friday at this time. You can put it on your calendars if you want to plug in for some motivation, some encouragement, some skill building, some strategy to help you have a great Friday. And it's great to end the week strong and also put us in the mindset so you can go out there and have a, a great week next week as we start off the week every Monday. And Recording um, in progress. All right. Well, let me get our, uh, got our little uh, new video going on here. Let's see if I can find the right video here. Uh, let's try this one here. Good morning, everybody. Eric Lofholm here. Welcome to the 15-minute weekly motivational call. If you're right-handed, take your right hand. If you're left-handed, take your left hand. Pat yourself on the back and tell yourself, great job for being here this morning. And the reason we open up the call by having you patting yourself on the back is because when you do that, you're being your number one cheerleader, which is a very powerful way to be. It's a different way of being, state of being, than being hard on yourself or being your harshest critic, which is a state of being that a lot of people are, especially achievers. People like you and I that are interested in motivation, goal setting, achievement, oftentimes what comes with that is a mindset of I'm hard on myself and people wear it like a badge of courage. I'm, I'm wearing this badge. I'm hard on myself, except the problem is What's the value of being hard on yourself? If you really think about it, all it does is erode your self-esteem and make you feel bad. So instead of being hard on yourself, I want you to be, invite you to be your number one cheerleader. Type into the chat right now. <clears throat> Today is a great day. Today is a great day. And my first idea to share with you is about micro improvements. Micro improvements. Think about micro, microscope. It's so small, you got to have this special device to see what's in the lens there, right? Because it's so small. So I've fallen in love with micro improvements. I'm looking for anything that can get me a little bit better. For example, right now, you see a new border. The Zoom folks don't see it, but those of you on, on the internet can see. It says 
weekly motivational call at the bottom. And I just played that little video. If you were on at the beginning and you had a chance to see the video. Well, that's new since last week. Because we went from daily to weekly, I needed a new border. So you got a little bit better, right? A little bit better. I'm looking for those little things that get me a little bit better. And I want to encourage you to fall in love with micro improvements as well. My next tip for you has to do with your workstation. So I want you to think about where do you work? Do you work in an office? Do you work in a home office? Do you work um, on your couch? Do you work out of your car? Do you work out of Starbucks? Right? We all have different places. And I, I do, I work out of my car. I work from home. I work at my, I, I have multiple places I work. Okay. But here's the, here's the idea. So my son is a college student. And when he finished up his year a couple months ago, he's like, Hey dad, can I come move home for the summer? I said, sure. Well, all the kids were home for the summer and that meant my office. Well, this is what it ended up being. I'm in my office right now. Um, but this office became his room. So it's been months since I worked out of this room. This is like the first day I'm working out of my office in months. And I didn't really notice. I didn't really notice it. Like I was working from my couch or I was working from the kitchen table and you know, sometimes I couldn't find my computer cord, you know, my computer would run out of batteries, right? It's like, it wasn't organized the way I like it because I didn't have my workstation. And so I'm present to it right now about how excited I am to have a nice workstation again and how it's going to help me to be more productive. And I wanted to share that with you because maybe there's something that you could do today to improve your workstation. Micro improvement, maybe get just a little bit better, maybe a little more organized, maybe um, a, uh, like I have a, my phone charger is right next to me. It just sits here. Well, I didn't have my phone charger sitting next to my kitchen table or my sofa because I'm working all over the house, right? So it's like nice to have it just sitting there. So I have a phone problem. So bottom line is this, is there anything that you could do this week, this next seven days to make your workstation just a little bit better or a lot better? If that's true for you, type the word yes to the chat. If there's anything that you could do to make your workstation a little bit better, type the word yes in the chat. And if, if the answer is yes, I want you to take action on that idea. And then you get a little bit better. Because those little bits, <clears throat> they add up. And all those little bits, they stack on each other. I don't look for home runs, really. Occasionally, I'll find an idea that's a home run of an idea. I just look to get better. And then everything else just takes care of itself. Okay, next idea. This one could change your life. I want to tell you about a coaching call I had with a client recently. And the most of the accounts that the client has are $10,000 in revenue or less. So he goes out, sells his product to companies, and then they pay him, in most cases, 10 grand or less. And he's got it like a couple hundred accounts or whatever. So he's got two accounts 
that he does $50,000 or more with. Those are his two biggest accounts. And so I was talking to him about his goals. And he is, this gentleman, he's a great goal setter and he's a great goal achiever. And those are two different things. Goal setting and goal achievement are two different things. So he's a great goal setter and he's a great goal achiever. You see, why goals matter or why what you think about matters is what you think about, it guides your mind on what you want to create. So a lot of people think about what's not working. Like if your marriage isn't going so good right now, all right? So if your marriage isn't going so good and you're focusing on the fact that your marriage isn't going so good, you're basically guiding your brain to continue to focus on your marriage not working so good. If you just shifted your thinking and thought about, okay, what do I want to create in my marriage? Or what do I want to create in my fitness? Or what do I want to create in my business? And then you could guide your mind to create that. Some people focus their fitness on the fact that they can't eat the things that they know that they should, or they can't get themselves to gym, or they'll never lose the weight. And they're constantly in the story of I'll never lose the weight. And that's how they're using their mind. See, you're the captain of the ship here. Okay. So I, I say to the client, I said, let's set some goals to get some $50,000 or up accounts. And he didn't say it like this, but this is the essence of what he was saying. Well, I've never done that before. I've always focused on what I focused on, which was not getting $50,000 accounts. In other words, he kind of, he didn't luck into these, but they just organically happened. He wasn't looking for $50,000 accounts. He was looking for accounts and two of them happened to go to 50,000. And I said, let's look for them. Let's take that genius mind of yours and let's focus it on finding some $50,000 accounts while you're doing your bread and butter 10 grand deals. So I don't want him to stop doing what he's doing because it's working. He's doing great. This guy's a stud. He's a champion. But if I can get him to put his mind on going from two $50,000 accounts to five, if he puts his mind on, I want to get three more $50,000 accounts while I'm doing my 10 grand accounts and lower. If he, if I can get him to do that, I taught it to him, but it, he, I can't do the sit-ups for him. He has to make the decision that that's where he's going to put his mind. And if he puts his mind on getting three more $50,000 accounts, guess what's going to happen? He's going to do it because he's great at goal setting and he's great at goal achievement. Now, if I can get him to do that and, he, and then he'll go and manifest that result, he'll produce it, then guess what's going to happen? Once he's at five, then we're going to double it and we're going to go to 10. And along the way, I'm going to say, now, remember how we, I taught you to go from two to five? And he goes, yeah. Remember how you did it? And he goes, yeah. I'm going to go, great. Where else can you do that in your life? Could you look at your fitness at what you want to create with your fitness? Could you guide your mind on what you want to create with your fitness? Could you do that in your relationships? Could you do that in your, um, how you have your house organized? Fill in the blank. See, because he's so good at goal setting and goal achievement, but he's just kind of used the skill set 
in um, in a certain way, and I just want to expand it for him. If you got anything out of what I just shared, type the word yes in the chat. If that resonated, if you, if you saw something for yourself in that story, type the word yes in the chat because maybe it'll change your life too. All right, I got one last idea I want to share with you guys. We've all heard of affirmations, right? I am a millionaire. I am lean and fit. I'm unconditional love for my children, right? I have a positive attitude, right? These are common affirmations. You probably said affirmations before. Well, I want to give you a distinction. A distinction is an understanding beyond common knowledge. A distinction is an understanding beyond common knowledge. And I want to, I also want to tell you that there's layers to distinctions. So you could understand goal setting, but there's layers to it. Like my client, he gets goal setting. But there's it, it's different for him to set a goal to go after these larger accounts than how he's currently using goal setting. So that's that's like a layer. It's a distinction. It's a deeper level of understanding. So you got affirmation. You understand that. Well, a declaration is like an affirmation, right? I can declare I'm lean and fit. I can declare I'm unconditional love to my kids. So what's the difference between a declaration and an affirmation? A declaration is a state of being. In an affirmation, it could be just words. In other words, I'm unconditional love to my kids as an affirmation. So I say those words, but then I'm being harsh with my kids. So if I say I'm unconditional love to my kids, but I'm being harsh with my kids, am I being unconditional love? I'm not. I'm just saying the words. Right? I have a positive attitude. Right? I say that out loud, affirmation. <clears throat> and then the guy cuts me off on the highway and I raise up my fist and I start cursing at him. Right? Or life throws me a curveball. And then do I have a positive attitude when life throws me a curveball? Like the other day when the I'm getting some maintenance done on my air conditioner and it's just a regular maintenance visit. And the guy goes, yeah, uh, your air conditioner is on its last legs. So you need a new one. I was like, oh, okay. Well, how much is that? And he goes, it's twenty to $30,000. I go, what? <laughs> twenty to $30,000? He goes, yeah. And did I mention your air conditioner's on its last legs? Now, when you wake up in the morning and you're getting a regular air conditioning visit, but then you go to bed that night and you now have a looming twenty dollars to $30,000 bill, do you maintain a positive attitude then? Or are you going, why do bad things always happen to me? Right? See, the difference is a declaration is a state of being. <clears throat> So, as a possibility, what if you declare, you could borrow one of my declarations, I am massive action. If you followed me around, you would see that I am that as a declaration, not as an affirmation. I am my number one cheerleader. So, I don't live in shame and guilt. I don't beat myself up and I'm not hard on myself. Why? Because as a state of being, I am my number one cheerleader. 
Now, here's the next layer of this. You can declare things that you don't want as a state of being. I am inconsistent, not as an affirmation, as a declaration. In other words, as a state of being. That is powerful for you to become aware of what are you declaring that you don't like, that you don't want. I am not an investor as a state of being. That will cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars in net worth, if not millions. That one sentence. I am not an investor as a state of being. I'm terrible at sales as a state of being. So you come to train with me and you're like, Eric, I'm terrible at sales. That's why I'm trading with you. I go, but the problem is your declaration. You go, huh? I said, you're declaring you're terrible at sales. What do you mean? Well, affirmation, declaration, you're declaring you're terrible at sales. You go, but I am terrible at sales. If you say so. How about instead of saying I'm terrible at sales, saying I'm learning how to get better at sales. Or what if you declared I'm a master of selling or I'm becoming a master of selling? You go, but Eric, that's not who I am. That would be a lie if you say so. I declared in 1999, I'm the world's greatest sales trainer as a declaration. If you say so, Eric. See, you can declare you're a top producer. You can declare you're a six-figure earner. You can declare you're the number one real estate agent in your office. You can declare you're the world's greatest husband or the world's greatest wife. Not as a comparison. See, if I say I'm the world's greatest husband and you're a husband, you're going, Eric, wait a minute, that's me. I'm not comparing myself to you. I'm declaring it as a state of being. So I show up as that for my wife. Well, do you think that makes a difference in my marriage? It absolutely does. I am lean and fit as a declaration. I didn't used to be lean and fit. I used to be, I can't get myself to consistently go to the gym as a declaration. So that was my life. And now I consistently go. So we're going to do this again next Friday, every Friday. 15 minutes, hop on, have a great day, have a great week, invite your friends. If you like this message, you can listen to the recording at this website, csidailypodcast.com, even though we're not daily anymore, csidailypodcast.com. Maybe we'll we'll change the name of it. Bottom line is that's the website, csidailypodcast.com. You get the recording. If you like the message and you know somebody that can benefit from the message, take the link and share it with them. Thank you for joining me today. Have an awesome day. And George on Zoom, Lucky, Natalie, Neil, thank you guys for joining me. Have an awesome rest of your day. For everybody on social media, thank you for being here. We had 20 of you. That's awesome. Thank you guys for being here. I didn't realize we had so many. Awesome. Way to go. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.